There's something new on Airs LA every day. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshita, and I'm the Chief of Optometric Services at the Center for the Partially Sighted in Los Angeles, California, and the Consulting Director of Low Vision at the Royal Institute of America. Each Sunday, we're going to bring to you tips and information to help you to cope while living with low vision. Call a friend to brighten up your day. One of the more difficult aspects of being visually impaired is often feeling isolated. For some people, it's a fact that they are no longer able to drive, or they may not feel comfortable driving. I know that as I was losing my vision, I really soon felt very isolated. I couldn't drive, I didn't feel comfortable taking the bus, I also couldn't find friends. A lot of my friends were still working, and I didn't have anything to do. This type of isolation just left me with the fact that I would sit and complain about my own situation. I would complain about why, why this would happen to me and not someone else. I was angry at why the doctors couldn't fix my vision, and I also couldn't understand why people wouldn't reach out to me when I really needed it. What I soon forgot was that I kept it so quiet from other people that most people didn't know what I was actually going through. They didn't know that I had a vision problem because I didn't want others to know. Well, one of the ways that I really found to be helpful to get myself out of this feeling of isolation was that I soon started to call people. It was something that I thought I could do very, very easily from home. I didn't need a car. I didn't have to try to use my cane and go to the bus. I didn't have to do anything but dial a telephone. And that was something that was quite easy for me because I did have a lot of phone numbers that were memorized. For a lot of other situations, when I didn't know the telephone number, I found out that I could actually call the telephone operator and get free directory assistance at no charge. So what I soon did is I made a point each morning of trying to call somebody. I didn't want to call them too early where they might still be asleep, so I started to call people typically at about 10.30. The reason that I started at 10.30 was because I realized that the time between 10.30 and 3 o'clock was really the time that I had the greatest difficulty. When I woke up in the morning, I was able to exercise, make some breakfast, and do a few things for myself, but between 10 and 2.30, I really didn't know what to do. I didn't enjoy watching soap operas or some of the things that were on television, so I would call people. I would call some of my relatives that were at home. I knew they were at home because they were retired. I would make contact with some of my other friends from work. I would call them during the lunch hour, so we would chat about different things. Later, I started to call some of my patients and other people that I knew who had difficulties. I thought of some people that I knew who were bedridden. I knew of other people who just lost a family member. And as I started to speak with all of these different people, I started to think how I might be able to help them. I stopped feeling sorry for myself, and I continued to do things for them. I would find out ways that I might help them. For example, some of these people that I would call, they were looking for different types of bargains to help them to go on vacation. I happened to have some other people who were travel agents that I knew, so I called them and asked them if they could help. 
I knew other people were having difficulties with their shopping, and I would call the grocery stores for them, and I would call in their grocery list so that it could be readily picked up when they went there on the taxi cab. So I found all these different ways that I could help these other people, and it was really something that was very, very helpful. Soon, it got to the point where these discussions would lead to very, very long conversations about life, and maybe why is it that things like this happen to people who are good people, and we became even closer and closer friends. For some of them, we later developed a support group. This was a support group that we created on the telephone. There is a service that is a free telephone service, so you don't have to pay any money to do this, and everybody would call in at the same time, and we would actually have a conversation between eight of us. It was something that was very helpful and very therapeutic. We later found that it was so helpful, we later created a book club where we would all listen to some of the audiobooks on tape, and then we would talk about them. So the telephone really became something that was very, very helpful, and it was really something that helped me to get out of this isolation. So I'd recommend that you start off by calling some of those people that you know, maybe people that you haven't spoken to in years and years. Just give them a call, see how they're doing. Let them know that you're caring about them, and maybe soon they'll be interested in having a conversation with you each week. If you find that soon, that there are so many people that you need to call, you might want to then call your telephone company. For many people with vision impairment and lower income, there are different types of telephone services so that you don't have to pay such exorbitant fees with all these telephone calls. If you're a person who loves to be on the computer, there's also other ways that you could make telephone calls over the computer. One of these is something that is called Skype. And Skype allows you to speak to another person who uses the computer, and they could be across the world, and you don't have to pay a fee. So these are some great options that you could do, so that you could start calling and helping other people and raising their spirits each day. So I hope this information is helpful to you, and please tune in next time when we bring you more information on living with low vision. For Airs LA, this is Dr. Bill Takeshita. This podcast is intended solely for the use of the blind and the print-impaired audience. Any unauthorized use is prohibited.